You are listening to the Gentleman Scofflaw Podcast. Listener beware. Rise and shine, the liquor store is open. I ain't got time for moping. I best be on my way. Well, I still got time to save my reputation. Time to go day drinking in this dirty little town. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Gentleman's Scofflaw Podcast. A little delayed. The podcast for the rebel and the renaissance man. I'm your host, Jordan Crowder, and with me in person, as usual, is the Don, Donovan Fowler, and all the way from the Lone Star State, by way of the Great White North, is Johnny Boy. How you guys doing? I'm visiting Texas, and it's beautiful and sunny today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, much better to be in the Lone Star State than the Great White North. Yeah. Did you say all way from the? I said all the way. I think all you meant the way. Did no. I say all way? I don't, I don't know. know. Sometimes I say sometimes I say John stuff Alway. and I just don't remember. Um, but we're glad to have you in country, yeah, Johnny. And this we, is we uh, this wonderful. is our late a late New Year's podcast because we partied a little too hard on New Year's Eve and uh, kind of a just Rip woke Van up Winkle. this morning. Yeah, kind of a Rip Van Winkle <laughs> thing going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we've, we've taken a little hiatus. You know, we, we had to take a little break. We did, uh, we did almost 30 episodes last uh, last uh, year, right? So, Let's um, pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> we, no. we deserved a, how long has it been? Two month vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, we're just getting back in the saddle. We I got, wonder if uh, we have like, our, if we still have our our four fans left, four fans we left. left. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 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 they've they've stopped listening to us. But um, yeah, I think we gotta, we'll have a good year uh, coming up. I think it's going to be be a good one. Good one. Oh well, we got to start off it's with some little so bit of housekeeping. Um, all right, uh, Donovan, what do we got here? Uh, I have brought over a um, three twenty nine lager. All right. From Golden Road Brewery, which is actually right down the road from right. uh, from uh, where we are. Yeah, I've been there before. It's called uh, 329 Days of Sun Lager, and it's actually quite good. Golden Road is awesome. Uh, I think Budweiser just bought them recently. Oh, no. So, but, Does that mean it's going to suck now? No, it's not going to suck right. because, well, as far as Budweiser is concerned, uh, because uh, I guess they want to keep the integrity of the, the original brews mm. intact. So... I think people will be seeing this on a, on a national level. It won't awesome. be such a local thing. Bought by Anheuser-Busch. You'll probably know them from their Wolf Pup IPA. Wolf uh, Pup. Yeah, check it out. Go to go to your Ugh. local liquor <laughs> store and find I it. Like IPA is disgusting. I'm I'm learning to love them, man. I mean, they're they're starting to they're starting to grow on me. You got to um, you got to find your right. You got to find the right thing. What do you got there, Johnny boy? I'm chewing on a, a mini cigar, and I am. <laughs> Sipping along on a cigar. Hey, it's you know what? <laughs> when you can't smoke them, chew them. <laughs> That's right, and I'm indoors, so I, my options are limited. I mean, you're basically, it's basically like dip, right? <laughs> but p- pretty much. There's more nicotine and that way, I think. I've got a nice bottle of Longboard Island Lager from Kona Brewing Ooh. Company. Oh, that's good. I like wow, that stuff. look at this. The moment you stepped into the United States, your taste has gone <laughs> like up, like exponentially. He's like, finally, I could buy cigars that yeah. are fifty dollars. Seriously. <laughs> By the time we're done with you, you're going to be like a, you know, an old salty American. 
Yeah. You know those little cigarillos, the, uh, I forget what they're called, black and milds with yeah. the plastic tips? <laughs> yeah. You know how much they are here? How much? 79 cents. You know how much they are back home? <laughs> how much? Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the Thanks, old uh, the old adage of, of like everyone down here is like, oh, you're from Canada? They got great health care up there. And I'm like, yeah, we have great health care. You know what the health care is? Don't get sick. <laughs> that's Canada's health care. That's my health care oh, right now. I am smoking uh, my... My Stanwell brushed pipe, which has been making a lot of appearances lately. It's a good looking pipe. And in it, I've got some maple and rum blend from Tobacco Junction, which I picked up in Texas when this, I was visiting family for this Christmas. This smells lovely. I will say that much. This is like a dream. <laughs> I'm going to pop some popcorn. Hey, you're going to pop, pop some popcorn? Just don't do it so close to the mic. Jeez. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, um,. Many of you know that uh, Donovan and I have been um, training for a um, Go Ruck challenge. challenge. Sorry, you, he's just grabbing my tamper. I am. Better that, give that back to me. That sounds, for those who don't know what a tamper is, that sounds a little weird. <laughs> grabbing your tamper. You know, lawsuit don't grab waiting. my tamper. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've been training for a Go Ruck challenge, which comes up on St. Patrick's Day, which will be the one-year anniversary of the Gentleman's Golf Law podcast, which is kind of cool. Indeed. Yeah, so. It's going to be a momentous occasion for both reasons. I know. Us passing the Go Ruck challenge and yeah. our first Go Ruck challenge, becoming Go Ruck tough and. And uh, actually, three occasions, the Go Ruck Tough and then the St. Patrick's Day is important. Yeah. And, uh, I'm wondering, are we, if we we pass, which we will, because we we're not going to quit. We're not going to quit. But, DFQ. Yeah. Don't fucking quit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but do we get a St. Patrick's Day Go Ruck patch or a Go Ruck Tough patch? Because I kind of would want to just have a Go Ruck Tough patch. I'm pretty, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure they're going to give us one with a shamrock on it. Nah. Hey. <laughs> That's my people. That's my people. No, I know. no I, I, I will say the the I, I want to say the 2017 Gorak Tough Patch was yeah. pretty badass. It had yeah. like a snake on it and stuff. Oh, cool. But who knows? I mean, maybe. Well, you can you can always do another. Yeah, it's true. We could do another one. There's another one in July in Santa Monica. Um, how hot? This is gonna be so hot in July in oh, Santa yeah. Monica. Yeah, it's gonna be swampy. Um, what the hell John, is that? Just that popping popcorn here in the background. Like, See, this gosh. is the thing. We take it all this time off, and now we're all off. It's like, uh, let me pop my popcorn. Yeah, I sure. planned this. It's supposed to be an audio <laughs> extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, audio extravaganza. How um, many times have you heard someone pop popcorn on a podcast? Uh, very few times. There may be a reason for that. that are, that have many hey, followers. you're in America. You can do what you want. Yeah. Do whatever the heck you want to do. Do whatever. The That's a strong microwave. I better go stop it. It's going to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out. So, uh, Don, what have you been doing? We've been we've been kind of once a week uh, reconvening and doing a long ruck together along the way. But what are you doing to train for it? I am. Well, then I'm getting my pipe out here. <laughs> I'm like a waiter. I ask you as you're mm-hmm. lighting your pipe. Um, all I can do is give it a thumbs up. Ooh, it's hot. Um, I burned my finger. Jeez Fuck. Louise, shut up. <laughs> just, because, just because you're in the same country as us doesn't mean you can interrupt us every other minute. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Johnny. We love you. Actually, I wish I had some popcorn. It's my favorite snack. Oh, gosh. Oh, all these sound effects. This is, this is like a... Is he on a separate line that we can, like, mute? Shit. 
<laughs> we can't. Jeez. Unfortunately, we can't mute right, him right now. Anyways, uh, I have, uh, yeah, dude, I've been, uh, I've been doing a, a go rock training plan ever. Well, initially in January, I was getting lazy, and uh, about a week into January, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, "You better get ready for this because it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough," as the name implies. So I, uh, I looked up a training plan on Rock Dot Training. Which yeah. coincidentally is, it, we'll get we'll get to that later. Yeah, but, no, um, you can say that Ryan's going to be a guest yeah, later Ryan, on the show. Ryan, the guy who put this training uh, plan together, is going to be a guest with us today, and uh, I've been following that tra- training plan and just getting after it with some good living. And um, yeah, man, uh, last night I did a fourteen mile ruck, uh, night ruck. I went from uh, Santa Monica to Hollywood. I, I rucked from my place of work, which is right on the coast, to uh, into Hollywood. And uh, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was 14 miles <laughs> with 50 pounds on my back and uh, new boots, which is always fun. Oh, that's always fun. Breaking and, uh, yeah, like the one. first like mile, I had like this digging pain in my heel. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. And I had put gaff tape there because I had a blister from before. Yeah. Well, they, they say duct tape, but I didn't have any duct tape. Oh. So I went to the guy at the production office and I was like, hey, like, do you have any duct tape? For and listeners like, who aren't in the movie industry, gaff tape is a type of tape that was only used in stage productions and movie productions. It's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like, like a cloth a, duct tape. A cloth it's almost like tape. hockey tape. Yeah. And it rips really easily uh, in the sections, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't leave any residue. So you can use it on a bunch of stuff. Anyways, so uh, I stopped, took my socks off, uh, took the tape off, and just said, you know what, this is going to hurt anyways, so I'll just do it, you know, without the tape, and uh, ended up being fine. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I woke up this morning, I thought I was going to be way more smoked than I was, and uh, I'm just waiting for it to hit me, yeah. but it was good, it was good, it was, it was yeah. a good test. So, so yeah, you've man, been it's following been the plan on his site, which mm-hmm. is, it's kind of, if I, I could be wrong, which we'll talk with him about it, but it's kind of like similar, almost similar to more like a cross training, like a CrossFit type of thing where it changes up on you every day. Well, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, and that's essentially, I think what they recommend for go rock yeah. these days is basically to get like involved with a, like a CrossFit kind of thing. But yeah, it changes up one day, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm carrying like a, a jerry can full of water, like for two miles. And then the other day I'm carrying a sandbag for, you know, like two miles and then like I'll do PT on Tuesdays and then I'll push my miles on Wednesdays and then I'll do a really long ruck on the weekend. So it's, uh, it's interesting and it get you know, it gives you a good opportunity to test out your gear and to test yourself in a bunch of different situations. Yeah. I still don't think I'm going to be like 100% prepared because yeah. I am going to be going up until like the last week before go ruck. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think I'll be closer, and, and I mean, you know, a lot of it's mental anyway, so yeah. you just have to embrace the suck. That makes, that's kind of what I've been thinking. I, I took a little bit of a different approach, but similar where I took, like, some strength training um, and just decided to follow that through and get as strong as I can to create a strong base because I know with the time that I had that I was not going to be prepared for any, like, for all, any and every scenario, like, that, like you know, like CrossFit kind of gets you. So I don't know. I figured that. So I've been doing the 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 Pavel Tatsulin's uh, 
simple and sinister Russian mm-hmm. kettlebell mm-hmm. thing <laughs> where it's like a hundred swings a day and uh, 10 Turkish get-ups and you move up and wait and then just doing the PT and then the, the rucking. So that's pretty much all I've been, you've been doing a lot more than I well, have. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, I, I, I started it earlier than you did. Like, I, like this became like a hobby for me just to sort of like, I don't know, like get, get fit because I hate running. I just hate like any sort yeah. of cardio. And like, it was a patient kind of exercise to start out with. And then I got, I kind of eased into it over six months, but yeah, a lot of it's just endurance. Like, yeah. like, like last night, like I wanted to quit, like with like a mile left. Yeah. Like it was so stupid. I like, I was like, I was like, oh, if I could just put Take my rock Uber. down just like, you know, just like <laughs> eat, like eat one of these granola bars in my pack or whatever. But it's like, then you just have to remind yourself. You're like, Stop thinking. About I tell it. you though, those those little snacks in the pack are a real pick me up. They are. They're a huge pick me up. I had some uh, dark chocolate covered almonds from Trader Joe's in my pack that I forgot about, and I was reaching in. I was like, "Do I have anything to eat?" And I pulled it out in the midway of doing like a ten mile ruck, and I was like, "Oh, score, dude! It's funny. This it's is like, awesome." They do say <laughs> they do say like you like people bring like bags of bacon on these things yeah. or like toaster strudels. I mean, like there's like if you have a little bit of comfort food with you, it's supposed to go a long way, but. Anyways, that, still giving us to our listeners, effects. I would I would highly recommend, you know, just getting into it uh, to begin with because it's 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 uh, it's a fun little hobby. It's a little strange, but you know, whatever. And speaking of New Year's resolutions, what what what, are you, what have you been up to, John? Do you have, do you have any resolutions this year? I know you sent me a picture of you on the hiking trail. Yeah, I did that. Um, oh, let me count now. Once. <laughs> well, that's all going to change. But it's right? a start. Because you'll join. Sure. You'll join us later this year on another. On a go well, if it's challenge. on the seventeenth, I figure I'll start training on the you know the, the weekend before. I should on be the okay. 16th. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, as. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, well, Jordan's um, just like you. Uh, you're 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 not worthy. What is, you're what, lousy. You're what, a lousy what person. Is, what lousy popcorn eating Canuck. What was uh, Walker Lamont's uh, in his book Rules for My Unborn Son? He had something like in there, like you you can never cram for a PT test or something like that. <laughs> something like it's true. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. true. And I'll, I'll I'll say I'm sure I misquoted as him. a as a small like as as just a like a hum. It was a humbling experience, and I don't like to think back on it. But sometimes it's good to admit your failures. I did a go ruck light in 2016. Yeah, and I did very little training for it. I just thought whatever, you know, it's all yeah. mental. Like what? And uh, I, I I had that attitude. I was going to cram like the week before. And uh, within the first hour, I quit. Yeah. I was like, I was doing lunges without my ruck on, and like my knees were killing me. Oh, and yeah. uh, and I quit. And it was like I shouldn't have quit because it, I was fine. Yeah. Like there were guys in there who were like thirty years older than me, like <laughs> like killing it. And uh, man, that was it was humbling. But uh, you know, uh, that was uh, that was twenty sixteen. This is twenty eighteen. Yeah, well, well, if you want to join us, I don't know if he could still join, but yeah. if you live in San oh, yeah, Diego... You can, you can still join. You can you can buy a, a, a ticket up until the... The weekend the, of? Uh, up until the day. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, if you want to join us and you live in Southern California, San Diego, March 16th, we'll put the link in the mm-hmm. show notes and... Uh, Nine o'clock. Go ahead and join us. It'll be a fun, a fun day. 12 hours, 20 miles... And uh, a lot of uh, good living. Yeah, good living. Um, speaking of which, good living. 
Um, this is the only way I knew how to segue this. Um, <laughs> it's a good segue. <laughs> what, is, what is that news st- story there, Donovan? You're the one that brought this one up. <laughs> okay, so I was looking through crazy news stories because uh, sometimes it's fun to entertain yourself. And uh, this has a very special connection to me as uh, I am both broke and from Kansas. And uh, at one point I saw that this, uh, this it said that this Kansas woman apparently uh, is being sued by a bank after an ATM dished out $100 bills instead of $5 bills. So um, she, uh, I, think, I think the story behind this is that basically she went to the ATM with the, you know, with just the innocent intention of withdrawing some cash. And uh, she found out this little life hack is that, that <laughs> this uh, this ATM yeah. gives you hundred dollar bills instead of five dollar bills, and uh, she, I guess, tried her luck twice, and it kept doing it. So she kept going back, and now the bank is suing her. But I want to know what ATMs give you five dollar bills? Broken. Oh, that's a good normally point. they always come out in twenties. Very yeah. few of them give you tens. Well, you know, Kansas, yeah. Kansas, we like to, you know, we we we. But so she Lincoln. did. So she did this, and uh, the bank she wanted the money back. Times. I guess, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So I, I, I think, as being the son of a lawyer, I, I, I think they have some grounds to say, uh, you, this was dishonest of you to continue to take advantage of yeah. our, our retarded ATM. <laughs> um, I feel like, I feel like, if you did it once and you got it, and then you just. Like never said anything, it, it would probably be harder for them to notice, right? I they would notice I, I though have a couple a, hundred bucks. Missing. I have a rule in life that if I ever stumble upon money that like appears to be free, but it's like yeah, it's very like uh, mysterious. You know where it came from? Yeah, you don't, or you don't know where it came from. Uh, I just I don't even touch it because the next thing you know you have Javier Bardem after you with a silent <laughs> shotgun and that's not good for anybody. Well, I I've uh, yeah I'm the same way. Like if if somebody forgets to charge me for something or they only charge me for one thing or whatever, I always bring it up because I you know you might think nobody's watching, but somebody's always watching. Um, yeah. But I so I always return stuff. But I've come across things though like in the street where i've just found a 20 dollar bill in the street and i've taken it i mean what are you supposed to do at that point you know there's just a dollar bill game i feel like that's fair game yeah i don't know i remember when i was a boy scout i went on a a long hike between camp and this place it was like the only place you could really buy anything interesting around the camp and uh, it was like an outpost in the middle of nowhere. And my mom had given me $20 and like I was really excited to use it and I was really thankful. And I think I dropped it along the way. Yeah. And I remember being really guilty and sad about it because I was like, ah, she gave me this 20 bucks and like I'm not going to be able to like. And I was going to buy gifts for people and stuff. Aww. And I remember um, asking about it like to several people. And I was homesick. So like that was another aspect of it. I asked about it and like. I asked down the line and a bunch of people just kind of gave me the like sucks to be you kind of look. And then uh, I got to this older scout and he was like, oh, yeah, I found it. Like, here you go. And like, I guess in that Uh, case, like if he hadn't picked it up, I probably wouldn't have found it. So maybe that's like, I I guess, 50 50. But uh, but 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like I just leave it because yeah. if, if somebody loses that kind of money, they may be you know coming back for it. Yeah, that's true. Leave it up to God. That's true. But uh, but you know what? I think the true moral of this story is is we shouldn't let the machines run things it's because true. Uh, they will uh, bankrupt us. Well, somebody has to fill the machines. I'm guessing a person's I mean, up royalty. Royalty uh, with that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just think I I just think you know Carl's Jr. wants to replace our burger flipping. Uh, employees with robots, then maybe oh, maybe no. we ought to uh, think this through. What about you, Johnny? Any news up there in the Great White North? Uh, of course. Um, so in Montreal, we have a city called Westmount, mm-hmm. and they're trying to pass a new law, like all Canadian cities try to do, that uh, they want to reduce emissions and noise, so they're going to outlaw gas-powered gardening tools. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. So the problem with Don't this they know that the battery ones suck. <laughs> the, not only do the battery ones suck, and it'll take landscapers a lot longer to get work done. Yeah, it's going to cost the the homeowners an increase of. So they're paying probably around one hundred and fifty to two hundred a month. Yeah, now they're going to have to pay four hundred. Gosh, estimate. I have a long arm of the law up there in Canada. That's just that's just terrible. No um, mini cigars and expensive lawn care. Yeah, just they should just have a law, an overarching law that's just no fun. That's it. No mm-hmm. fun allowed. No fun or productivity. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Your law, your landscape is going to be more expensive now. Now the the real question is is can you buy a uh, a consumer grade flamethrower in Canada? <laughs> have, you, have you guys seen that? Probably not. <laughs> that would be the ultimate yard tool. Just just scorch your yard every once in a while with uh, Elon Musk's uh, <laughs> new toy. You know what you got to do is like uh, Brett, Brett McKay does, where he's got a he's got an old school lawnmower with the rotating bl- blade. You just got to get one of those. Oh, those are right, fun. Yeah. yeah. I think they're they're painful on the toes though. Yeah, but you get a good workout out of them because you have to push it. Painful. On the toes. <laughs> um, plus, you never run out of gas. You just got to sharpen it every now and then. Toes are weird, yeah. aren't they? Why, why do we? Are need we them? running out of ideas? <laughs> why do we need them? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, like it's like yeah. I, I I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there. Toes. What's are What's to deal strange. with appendages? <laughs> <laughs> we should just yeah you know have a law. No more toes or appendix appendix appendices. No, no that's that's stupid. That's that's stupid. Didn't mm. they used to when you were uh, back when my parents were a kid? If you were um, you had something wrong at the hospital and you had to do some surgery, they would just go ahead and take your tonsils out while they were at it anyway, like as a default. I I never had that happen to me, but I've never ha- I've never I feel been like in that's happened to like my aunts and uncles and stuff. That might that might actually be a, a thing. It might depend on where you're getting surgery. Yeah. Um, like if if you're <laughs> if you're getting uh, you know like. I don't know, knee surgery, and they're like, let's see those tonsils. <laughs> um, that might be a little much, yeah. but but that it makes stands to reason. Let's, uh, you know what? We got to go take a quick little break, but we also sure. have a, a special guest coming up um, afterwards. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some Oscar Brian. movies uh, with a movie huh. critic. Uh, so um, stay tuned for that, and we'll go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right. Scofflaws, I wanted to take a second to talk to you about Patreon. Um, Now, if you've never heard of Patreon, basically it's a platform 
for creators for 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 patrons who are fans of a, a a given creator to help support their creation. So we have a Patreon page for the Gentleman Scofflaw podcast. You could support the show for as little as a dollar an episode, which is like what? Is it is cheaper than a than a Starbucks coffee, right? So maybe give up uh, one. Why does everyone always do that? They say it's cheaper than a cup of coffee. Okay, what what else do you spend a dollar on? Uh, maybe uh, you know it's it's cheaper than uh, you know buying uh, you know uh, Q-tips. You know maybe you don't need Q-tips for the month. You know maybe this month you avoid Q-tips, right? I don't know. I mean, I hear they're bad for you anyway, but maybe maybe that's not true. I I don't maybe maybe don't sacrifice anything related to health. Um, for for the dollar an episode but um patreon is great because uh you the patron also gets rewards for uh joining the patreon so uh examples of stuff that we have are extended interviews and outtakes stuff that gets cut out of the episode that you don't hear for time's sake because we try to keep a tight you know entertaining show and sometimes there is some gold that doesn't make the final cut so you get to listen to some of that um also you get uh, behind-the-scenes videos, photos, and bonus episodes. For example, we did a bonus episode at the Big Shave West, um, which was a lot of fun. So more of those type of things are coming, as well as monthly live video hangouts where you can interact with us in person, which is a lot of fun. We've done a couple of of, of free ones to test it out, and it's been a lot of fun. We get to talk with uh, the listeners in real time and get to know them, and uh, they get to ask questions, and it's always a a good time. And here's the piece de resistance, is um, when we hit our, our, our goal mark, we are launching a whole new movie review podcast a gentleman's golf law movie review podcast since you know we're we're all of us on the show are writers and filmmakers and that's our background we love movies um we're gonna go through a catalog of what we think are either gentlemen or scoff law-esque movies um so if you join you'll get that show as well everyone who joins on patreon at any one of the tiers even at the dollar an episode gets a free Gentleman's Golf Law vinyl sticker, which is super cool. It's like a full color sticker. You, could, you know, it's uh, really sticky. You could stick it on, uh, you know, anything you want to stick it on. Also, you'll get thanked on the air for your support. So check out patreon.com slash gentscofflaw, or you could go to gentlemanscofflaw.com and click the support link on our menu and it'll take you right there. We look forward to seeing you on Patreon, and thank you for supporting the show. All right, we're back with uh, our in-house movie critic uh, with his Oscar predictions. Dominic, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on this show. I'm, I'm, it's such an honor to be part of the Gentleman's Golf Law podcast. You seem to be uh, you seem to be pretty comfortable. You just came in and sat in Jordan's seat. Like, yeah, that's like uh, you know, well, I figured that was the captain's chair. That's where you wanted me. Sure, sure. So your name is Dominic, the movie critic. Yeah, is that uh, a yeah. is is that real? Yeah, yeah. Dominic is uh, not a known to plume. It is uh, my real name. What, what was that? Did you just clear your throat? I said it is not a known to plume. Oh. Um, it is my real name. I just happen to be fortunate that my parents named me a name that, uh, 
rhymed with uh, my uh, career of choice. Oh, so you picked it. It's not like it's not like your last name is the movie critic. No, you haven't. No. You haven't legally changed your name to this. That that would just be stupid, <laughs> Donovan. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. All right. So, um, how long have you been uh, reviewing movies for? Oh, I've gosh, I've been mo- reviewing movies uh, since I was a little boy. Since I was a little boy. Um, <laughs> Ever since I saw the movie Cannonball Run, I just, I said, you know, that is good cinema. And I wrote my first review. I wrote it as a report in in, uh, kindergarten. What did you think of Cannonball Run 2? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was better than the first. Like uh, very much in the same vein as The Godfather? Yes. It's it's, more more Cannonball-y. Or like Home Alone 2. Sure. Um it was sure. it was the better of the cannonball. Did Donald Trump have a have a, a cameo in Cannonball Run too? I, I think he did. Did he? I, I think he pulls up in a car uh, uh, next to Charles Nelson Riley and points him in the direction of the lobby at the uh, Grand Central Plaza Hotel. Well, that Donald Trump, he was a star in the making even mm. back then. Mm. Yeah. So for this year, what are your your favorite? What, what's your favorite movie? Of the ones nominated so far this year? Uh, well, there is uh, tons of movies this year. So yeah. many movies that are nominated. Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, yeah, Darkest Dunkirk. Hour. I know. Get Out. I mean, Phantom Thread, you know, I thought it was okay, but it was more like Phantom Dead people in the movie seats. Right? More like that? Because it was boring. <laughs> That's clever. Uh, nice. Very, very. Hats off to you for um, that, that pun. Three three billboards, you know? Uh, very depressing movie. Uh, sure. More like three billboards, spelled B-O-R-E-D. Okay, so who's going to win Best Picture? Uh, <laughs> Johnny, you're just, you're just, you're losing interest fast but, here. Uh, my favorite movie this year of all the films nominated, and I got to say this, for my money, it doesn't get any better than Hugh Jackman dancing and singing in a red tailcoat with a bunch of freaks. So f- I would say the the Logan movie. I would talk. I would say the greatest showman was probably the greatest show man of the year. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know if uh, John. Uh, hey, can you take off your headphones for a second? I gotta talk to my uh, my partner here, Johnny. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if this guy should be our in-house movie critic. I, I feel like I can do a better job. Than, I don't uh, think he'd be a, our in-house anything. <laughs> I mean, maybe he can. Uh, I mean, I kind of feel bad for him. You guys know I can hear you without my headphones oh, on, geez. right? I'm so I I just forget sometimes. I'm just in the podcast sphere. All right. Well, um, you can't hear me with I, your headphones the, off. You know, Dominic, I, I feel like... Um, I feel like we need to get back on track here. Okay. Uh, who do you think? Uh, so you've 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 espoused a, a certain admiration for Hugh Hugh the Jack Man. Yeah. Hugh the Jacked Man, as I like to call him. Right? Well, he, well, he <laughs> is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got it going. Um, who would you say? Uh, who would you say you'd go for for best actress this year? Well, best actress, I would have to say. Um, 
out of all the movies where the actresses are nominated, um, you know, there's always Meryl Streep. She's always nominated every freaking year. Um, Sounds like you got a lot of resentment. Uh, Margaret Robbie, she was great at uh, playing I, I Tanya. Margaret. Margaret Robbie. Yeah. Margot. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Frances McDormand. Uh, she was great in uh, in three billboards, Fargo? even though it made me billboard, B-O-R-E-D. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to say that the best actress this year. What about costume design? <laughs> the best actress this year. Just, just ignore, ignore him. Would have to be Kiala Settle, who played the bearded lady and the greatest showman. I mean, boy, that lady could sing. She brought me to tears. Wow. You really like The Greatest Showman. The greatest show on earth, man. The greatest show, man. Mm, good for you. Um, <laughs> hey, can you take off your headphones and actually just take take a, take a step into the kitchen, grab a beer okay. uh, while I, I got to okay. talk to Johnny okay. again. Johnny, this guy's like an idiot, and he like he picked the worst movie of the year, Greatest Showman. I mean, could you possibly CGI like, lions? That's like hurt, the worst hurt him. Possibly thing hurt can, him. Can you can you hurt him a little bit? <laughs> I mean, I I could. I I actually think I, I actually think I could overpower him. He's a very small guy, um, but um, I also I, I like I said I feel bad for <laughs> hey, him. Hey, hey, it could be a good opportunity. You could try corpse wrecking. That's true. I could I could put him in my uh, in my rucksack and hey, this this beer is really good, guys. Sure, sure. I like it is. this lager. Wow, um, that's Mountain Dew. <laughs> Jeez, you, are, you, uh, you look. Uh, you've got some pretty thick glasses there. It seems like maybe your eyesight isn't so good. Uh, are you sure you're like? Are you sure you're 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 in good shape to be a movie critic? Because it, it seems like maybe you you don't have the best. Uh, uh, Eyesight. Hey, I, uh, there's no other way to say it. I'm sorry. Let me put it this way. I can see shapes and colors. Mm-hmm. So you can see the red tailcoat and the greatest showman. Yeah. Are you sure what you were? What a glorious tailcoat. For my money. Sure. Doesn't get any better. Sure. And Hugh Jackman singing and dancing in a red tailcoat. Well, this has been... Um this has been interesting. Oh, you know what? Actually, I had one more question. Um, yeah. You know, oftentimes animated features get, uh, cartoons get thrown by the wayside. People don't consider them movies, but I think we can all agree that Cars is a pretty good movie. You know, Cars. Should have won Best Picture in 2006. What won in 2006? Uh, crash. I, I didn't like Cars. Well, screw you. Get off the podcast. <laughs> but uh but that being said uh what would you uh what would you recommend for best animated movie hands down no contest okay well wow. not even a little bit of a contest sure. boss baby okay. with alec baldwin doing, you like that more than moana doing the voice of a doing the voice of a boss who's a baby i mean come on that's genius He's a little baby and he's a boss. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say genius. I think it's just kind of, you know. It's a talking baby. Sure. <laughs> Not a lot of, for, you, know, you don't really have to see much for in that. my money. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't, doesn't get any better yeah. than a baby who talks. It doesn't leave much to the imagination when you, when you can't quite see, you know, the screen like 
like you. You're legally blind, aren't you? Like, I, I saw you walk into the door frame coming in here. I, hey, I, I think I see his cane by the door. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. So, wait a minute. So, you're reviewing... Let's get this straight. You, I, I mean, I, I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm a friend of the blind community. I, I, I get it. But, like, you're reviewing movies... You can't even see them. This is actually kind of an inter- interesting angle. At hey, the very least. hey uh, Dominic, can you take off your earphones for a second All again? Right. Hey, Dominic. Gosh, I wish he was deaf. Or do- what's your name? Your Don- Donovan. Yeah. Donovan. Jeez, how long have we been doing this, John? Come on. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You could hurt him. He'll never see it coming. <laughs> Just give him a big old haymaker across the. I. But you know what? Once the cops show up, they're going to be like, "Oh, you hit a blind guy," and it's just going to be messy. Blame it on the tailcoat. Sure. He, he, <laughs> he tripped. He is wearing a beautiful red tailcoat. I did not. You know what? I, maybe I'm blind because I, I did not see these things. I, I've, I have been blind ever since he walked in here. Um, to all if the, the cops show up, me. hey, no, he fell. He hit himself <laughs> with a bar of soap in his sock. But you know what? Actually, he's even though he has a cane, he seems to be overcompensating because he has a very large German Shepherd sitting right next to him. That seems to be a scene. Are you guys talking kind of about my my uh, my service dog? How? Jeez, how can he hear us without his headphones? hearing is very yeah, good. Geez. He's overcompensating. Is, like you're like daredevil. Um, yeah, I was talking about your uh, your pup there. How 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 old is that dog? Uh, he's about 15 years old. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, he's been following it's a me well everywhere. Seasoned, well he's seasoned, seen dog. Every movie <laughs> I've seen with me, and uh, his favorite movie this year too was The Greatest Showman, The Greatest Show on Earth. Okay. <laughs> How's his glaucoma? Does he, does he talk to you? Uh, no. He, how do you know? Because he's not a baby. So he didn't like Boss Baby. Nobody like who's talking now. Oh, okay. I see. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. He's an old dog. I mean, in, in, in human years, he'd probably have seen that movie at one point. So, the, you know what? I, I, I feel like um, you're an interesting guy, Dominic. And we have any. But it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Right. We gotta, we gotta get. Thank, thank you for co- having me on, maybe guys. We'll have you, maybe we'll have you back one of these days. Have me on for next the... year. We could talk about the Golden Globes okay. of sure. the Tonys. Don't, don't, don't forget your cane. Yeah. Um, but uh, my prediction: greatest show on earth. Okay, well, uh, I think it's actually it's, it's actually the greatest showman. But to uh, you know, to you, it, it's what I say. You uh, just, just. Not, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, I said the tagline. I meant the greatest getting, show, man. Keep, just keep going, getting on, and, and don't trip over that tailcoat on the way out. We'll but. be right back with um, you know, Jordan and Listener Mail. Listener Mail. All right. Um... You know what time it is. It's time for that uh, the segment of the show where you, the listener, interact with the Gentleman's Golf Law podcast. Um, so what are the ways they can interact with us, John? Uh, t- Twitter and the Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And emails and the phone call at... Uh, Reviewman eighty one scoff. <laughs> it's man eight one scoff. You should know better than that. Oh, you should know better than my that. bad. And also, if you uh, love the show, leave an iTunes or Stitcher review uh, because that helps promote the show. But it also gives us some fodder 
for us to talk about on the show. So um, let's. Um, and if you don't like the show, uh, Jordan's dress is one, two, three, Mockingbird no. Lane, no, Pasadena, California. <laughs> Damn it, Donovan! Sorry. Um, we do we do have a PO box though. If you want to send in snail mail, sure. Um, listed on our or website mail. on the contact page. Uh, John, what does that first email say? This one's from an aristocob. Uh, it says, "Hey, where are my favorite gentleman scoff laws?" Well, that's a good question. We're back. We're, We're back, back. Aristocob. Aristocob of uh, of Aristocob. The Aristocob of Aristocob. We're back and more hungover than ever. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're smoking pipes. So, uh, Although we're not smoking corn cobs today, so nope. I, f- I feel like we should be smoking corn cobs. Normally we do. Yeah, actually, you know what? That does sound like it would it would fit, anyway. you know, fit in the mood today. And uh, over here um, from on Twitter from Political Polyphery, we've got a comment that says, after taking the recommendation of the Jen Scofflaw podcast, my wife got me this great kit from Phoenix Shaving. That looks Ooh, great. That does look really look, good. He's got some Doc Holliday uh, shaving uh, soap in there and all. Looks like that's a good, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Your wife must love you. And a you. nice, a nice brush too. Very nice uh, shaving brush. And um, <laughs> what does that email say there, Donovan? The email says, Dan Proctor says, "Quote: Love the show. Playing catch up, listening to your old shows. So far, I've learned I need a gun, have to use my safety razor, and have to ditch my flat bill hats and cargo shorts." Uh, laughing emoji. Cry laughing emoji. Keep up the great work. <laughs> wow. I know who that is. Well, I, honestly, if I uh, if I could pass uh, pass any lessons on to a man, I'd say those uh, those would be. Yeah. So you you know, I'll put that on my put that on my gravestone when I die of a heart attack during the Go Rock Top. Get a gun, uh, use a safety razor, and ditch your flat bill hat and your cargo shorts. <laughs> Uh, when I read this comment, and I know, I know this, I know Dan. He's a great guy. Um, he, um, it makes us sound really douchey. All the stuff we're d- talking about: ditching flat build caps and That's cargo just one shorts. Man's opinion. That's just one man's opinion. Um, well, it depends. plus we try to be funny on here. It's minute. fun to pick on things. It is fun to pick on things. Cargo shorts can be. No, no, they're not. Let's just let's be, be honest. Useful. They're not sexy. I've got a cargo pocket in my my tack pants right now from just, my ruck. No. <laughs> you could fit a lot of chocolate-covered almonds in there. <laughs> I yeah. could. All right. And comment on Instagram. Oh, shared with a photo. It says, new year, new gear. After 20 years of being bald, I tried a safety razor for the very first time on my head and neck with this vintage Gillette given to me by my friends at the Gentleman's Scofflaw podcast. Well, I finally feel like a grown-up man. Um... From J.K. Barkley. So thank you, J.K. I like how he said grown up man. As opposed <laughs> to just say grown man. Grown or man. <laughs> which a grown would imply that you're a grown <laughs> I mean, what, what does a not grown man look like? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't Benjamin know. Benjamin Button. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Benjamin I was, Button. I was an old man baby who quickly turned into an old man child. <laughs> or no, the better, even <laughs> the opening to that movie is so funny because he's like, my name is Benjamin Button. And I was born under curious circumstances. <laughs> I hated that. Soon movie. to be reviewed by Dominic the, Crit, the movie critic. We never really, you know, Jordan, you you missed out. That guy was a total yeah. weirdo. You yeah. you always 
like the moment you step out to get lunch, these guys just wander in and they say that they've been booked by you. And it's very, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know, know. I don't always get a chance to vet them, you know? Sure. So as we do these it's things, always a let down. Well, it keeps things interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your comments. And again, if you want to join us, uh, at Jen Scofflaw on all the social media. You can call Man81Scoff, send us an email, or leave us a review. We also respond to smoke signals. Smoke signals. Yeah. Um, and carrier pigeons. And if you uh, you want to send us uh, your uh, your unused tobacco and or pipes, you could send them to our P.O. box listed on our website. All right, so we'll go to a quick break, and we'll be back with Ryan from Ruck.Beer. Now, this segment is brought to you by Audible.com. Now, for those of you who already listen to podcasts, you probably already know about Audible.com. And maybe you've tried it or maybe you haven't, but here's a good opportunity for you to try Audible.com for free and help support the Gentleman Scofflaw podcast. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash gentscofflaw, you could sign up for a whole month for free, get your free audio book, and uh, that, that helps support us. That affiliate link helps support the show. So if you like listening to podcasts, you probably uh, you probably like listening to audiobooks. It's pretty much the same thing, except, you know, probably something a little bit smarter and, and a little more life-affirming uh, than uh, what you listen to on the Gentleman's Golf Club podcast. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but you can listen to all sorts of books. I recommend... Uh, the Art of Manliness by Brett McKay. Uh, you could that, you can get that for free as as your, as your free trial. You can really download any book you want to on there. So go to audibletrial.com slash gentscofflaw. There are tens of thousands of titles. I mean, why not uh, why not get some knowledge in you, right? Right? I mean I mean, if you're you know, you're driving driving to work, you know, why get mad in traffic? Why do that, right? Why why not just Listen to something that fills your brain, you know, fills your brain and your soul. Or, you know, uh, maybe you're you're mowing the lawn, right? Mo- that's not fun to do. Mowing the lawn's not fun at all, right? But if you're if you're listening to an audiobook, you're like, ah, oh, this is not not so bad. I can do this. At least I'm uh, at least I'm learning something, or at least I'm being entertained, right? So you know, audibletrial.com/slash/jenscofflaw, and uh, sign up today. And, uh, you know, tweet at us. Let us know what book you get, because uh, I'm always, always looking for new uh, book recommendations. All right, now back to the show. All right, very excited to have this next guest. It's uh, very appropriate since we are uh, about to embark on our uh, first uh, Go Ruck. Uh, very, very apropos. Go Ruck Tev, uh, uh, Not Go Ruck Endeavor. Heavy. Not Go Ruck Heavy. Go Ruck no. Tough. Um, Ryan over at Ruck.Beer. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Good to have you on. Doing, doing good, man. Doing good. Um, so we've been talking a lot about rucking on the this podcast because it's what we're into right now, and it's basically podcasts are just an excuse to just talk about stuff that you like. Um, I have you've been doing this for a while though, right? Donovan's been doing it. For yeah, a while. I, I did a I did a go ruck light back in. 2013 and then and then i just recently got back into it like in july so yeah for me like it it was it was more of like a um i hate like i've I've said this before like i hate running i hate like uh most uh cardio like that so i was just like it was a good patient sort of cardio to get into but then i started to look at the challenge again and uh set my sights on that um but i was gonna ask so 
Ryan, what what got you into uh, rucking initially? Like, how did you get into how did you get into go ruck? Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm real big into CrossFit, uh, and I, the gym that I go to, uh, one of our coaches was uh, he's a Navy EOD officer, Ooh. and uh, so he had some connections with some of the recruiters in town, and so he had a bunch of guys coming in through the gym that were like you know, trying to get contracts to be like Navy SEALs and SWIC and all that stuff. And, uh, so I would go and try and work out with those guys just for the fun of it. And, uh, I was wearing like a Spartan t-shirt one day and we were talking about Spartan races. And one of the guy goes, Oh man, you got to check out this, this go ruck thing. You'd love it. I was like, okay. He just kind of said it in passing and, Mm -hmm. you know, so I went home and I was like, you know, go ruck. And, uh, it was, it was like, what in the world is this? <laughs> like, this is a whole new, new beast. So, um, you know, I, I probably looked at it for two or three weeks. Just, you know, I'd, I'd be at work and I just find myself searching the go ruck website, yeah. and like trying to find videos on YouTube and stuff. And yeah. finally there was a, there was an event in my town and I was like, you know what, let's, let's just do this. And, uh, so it was probably two years ago and some change. It was a July 4th event in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, wow. And, uh, it was, it was a tough and, uh, it, it was, it was unlike anything else I had ever done. It was, it was definitely the hardest physical endeavor I had been through. And, uh, it, and then I was hooked and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Lived up to its name as, as, as they say. This was so funny about it though. You hear that like, Oh, it was the hardest thing I ever done, but I had to do it again right away. <laughs> it's like people always, they seem to get yeah. hooked on it. Yeah. I totally, you know, uh, it, at the end of the event, um, you know, uh, all the guys and, and everybody's like, Hey, you know, let's go out for breakfast. Let's go. I'm like, I'm going to go home and die. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm scared to drive home. I don't know if I can make it. Totally. You know, I get home and I'm just like blabbering to my wife, like half conscious. And, and I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think I, I ever need to do that ever again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sure enough, like a week later, I'm, I'm like signed up for my next event. So like a bad was, heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I mean, how do you, if somebody, because I find this is my first time doing the, doing a, a Go Ruck Tough Um but I find it hard to explain to people what I'm doing when they ask me about it. So how do you typically pitch a go ruck or just rucking in general to people that don't, that don't know what it is? Yeah. So I've, uh, I do it very poorly. <laughs> um, you know, I, it used to be my, my standard response, you know, cause people would, you know, every now and then I'd post something online, like me out with my ruck or people would see me walking around town, you know, with a backpack and a log on my shoulder. And they're like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, uh, you know, it's this, it's this thing called go ruck. It's, it's super crazy. Like it's overnight and there's a bag full of bricks and you get yelled at by special forces guys. And that, that, I found that that's not a very effective sales. Pitch, no. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that, that does sound weird. <laughs> so o- over time I've kind of refined it. And, you know, so when people ask me about, you know, what I'm doing, uh, and I, and I try and tell them about go ruck, I, I pitch it as, um, it's, it's an endurance event 
So, you know, a lot of people, when they first, they're like, oh, so it's like a race or something like that. I'm like, no, it's, it's really, it's an event. It lasts 12 hours and um, you're going to face some some physical obstacles. But the, the whole point is um, to overcome those obstacles and grow as a team and, and learn leadership skills and, and team building uh, with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's really what the core of, of go ruck is for me is, is those experiences of, you know, you, you show up with 20, 30, 60 strangers. And for the next 12 hours, you guys and gals are a team. Like you gotta, you gotta figure it out. And, uh, you know, that's easy when there's people that you have a relationship with, but when it's a bunch of strangers and all of a sudden some guy's telling you what to do and, yeah. you know, you're, you're put under it the stress of adversity of, you know, moving a log or something like that. It's, um, it, it's, it, you learn a lot. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause like, uh, you, you said that guy who suggested it to you was Navy EOD. And like recently yeah. I've been like watching surviving the cut just to sort of get me in the mood. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. There's a, there's a, there's an episode that covers Navy EOD and those guys are badasses. I mean, like they, mm-hmm. like they, you know, they go through the gauntlet as a lot as, as all special operations and special forces do. Um, but you start to really like, I feel like that, that in and of itself is sort of the best pitch. Like if you watch that stuff, you get the sense, like those are guys who are like, they come from different backgrounds. Usually they don't know each other going in, but yet they have to work as a team in order to save lives or to, you know, accomplish the mission. And, uh, you know, definitely like, you know, kind of puts it in perspective, you know, for the civilian right away, which yeah. is, I think what's so valuable about these events, um, is it kind of connects, like it builds that, like you said, like builds that bridge between mm-hmm. the military and, and civilian life. Um, so that being said, like I, like when I, uh, started training for this at the beginning of the year, like I, like I said, I sort of built up a tolerance to, to rucking, but I need, I knew I needed to get into something a little bit more intense, like to build up my endurance and actually like challenge my mental toughness. So I stumbled upon your website, which was great because, you know, you had a free plan on there and everything. And it looked like it was, you know, like it looked like it was going to be hard, but manageable and everything like that. Um, but I would say like, so out of your experience, like kind of building from the ground up, like you, you obviously didn't have the website going into it. What would you say, like, how should one train for the, for the go, go ruck event? Like what, what's the, what's the right thing going into it? Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, everybody's going to be a little bit different. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you don't have any baseline of like fitness level, like if you're just like on a couch and like, Oh, this looks cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're screwed basically. Um, but, uh, you know, if you have a, a good baseline of fitness, like if you were to go out and run a couple miles and you wouldn't die, um, you know, you could do 20 pushups eventually, you know, if you, you've got a little bit to work with, um, you know, the, the best thing is to kind of start off, I think with just getting used to rucking, mm. you know, so getting a backpack, uh, throwing, you know, throwing some bricks in there, throwing some weights in there and just getting used to walking miles with, with weight on your back. Yeah. Um, you know, once, once you do that, 
once you start getting a little bit used to having that, that extra added weight on your back, you know, adding in just, just, um, regular PT stuff, you know, so, so maybe go walk a mile and, you know, at the end of that mile, do 20 push ups, 20 sit ups and 20 squats, and then walk another mile. Yeah. Um, and, and just slowly building a tolerance to, to putting on miles and doing PT because that's what you're going to do in a go ruck event. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to walk miles and you're going to do PT. And at some point you're going to carry heavy stuff. So, you know, as you, as you get used to the miles and the PT, it's, it's adding extra things in like, you know, go in the woods and find a log to carry around with you, uh, buy, buy a jerry can off Amazon for 20 bucks and fill it with water. And, yeah. you know, that was the thing that, you know, my friends would, would see me yeah. <laughs> walking, <laughs> just walking down the street. This, I look like a homeless guy, you know, I got this like jerry can full of water and, you know, dripping sweat and yeah, yeah. <laughs> backpack on. And they're like, what in the world is that guy doing? Dude, I, guy I carrying I, his own pee. Is that what that is? Yeah, I, basically. I, 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 I live like, I live in Los Angeles. Like I live in the heart of Hollywood and there are a lot of crazies walking around at night. Like there's a lot of homeless people and just like, you know, kind of odd, odd types. Uh, and I feel like I scare them. When I go, when I go for a walk with my jerry can or like a tire or like a log, like, like they know to stay away from me because I look like the odd man out. So I guess there's an advantage to that. You know, you're not going to get mugged when, uh, you know, you look like you might, uh, I don't know, throw a jerry can at somebody. Um, but, uh, so like there's that physical component which is obviously really important, you know, like you want to build up a baseline of physical fitness, like you said, but, um, you know, people often talk about mental toughness and like the endurance aspect of it, or, you know, your attitude, what would you say is the proper attitude going into a go ruck event? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I mean, when you, when it comes to the, the mental toughness, I mean, you've, even if you don't have it by the end, you're going to learn a lot about it. Mm. Like you're going to learn about what your limits are and, and how you can go further. Um, you know, you'll, you'll, the, the, the cadre is going to put you, you know, you're going to have PT sessions, you know, and it could be, it could be 15 minutes. It could be two hours and you just have no idea. And there's going to come a point and, and that, or, or maybe for some people, it might just be the mileage or, or whatever. You're, you're going to have that moment of like, what am I doing? Like, this is, this is stupid. Like, I I don't want to do this anymore. And, and that's those moments where you, you learn about yourself and you learn about that mental toughness where you have to dig down and say, you know what, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to, Maybe I can't do a full push up. Maybe I'm just going to keep trying that push up until I either get it or I, you know, pass out and they just drag me to the next, uh, the next stop. But, um, so, but I think that's something that you learn over time. It's not necessarily something that you have to go in with. Um, I think I've grown over the years of doing this and, and other, you know, physical challenges that, I've learned a lot more about myself that 
when I am down, when I am in pain, I can push through to the next level. I can do one more rep. I can do one more push up. I can do one more squat. Like, um, so I think the mental toughness grows over time as, as you experience it. But, uh, you know, thinking about like, what is the, one of the best, you know, things that you can bring in mentally, I, I think it's humility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, some folks come in and they're all, you know, I'm, you know, super crossfitter or, you know, huge guy. And it's like, that's great. But at the end of the day, we're a team. Yeah. Like you can be strong all you want, but there's three, three guys back here that are dying. What are we going to do as a team to help them? And in those moments, you can be pissed off that like, well, that guy didn't train hard enough. Yeah. I trained, I put in my time. What's, what's his problem. Right. But once you approach it with humility and realize that this is, this is about the team and not about me, all of a sudden you look at those guys and you say, how can I help those guys get to the next checkpoint? How can I help them? You know, okay, we're doing push ups with rucks on and they can't do it. Well, give me a ruck. Like, all right, Mr. Badass, like <laughs> put two rucks on, like shut up and help the team. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think that works the the other way too, you know, that, that there are going to be times when you're down and out, yeah. you know, doing, doing a tough 12 hours, middle of the night, no sleep. You've, you've done PT, you've carried this heavy log. You're, you're beat down. Like to have the humility to look at, look at one of your partners or one of your teammates and say, look, man, I, I need help. Like yeah. I, I need, I need, you know, um, I see a lot of guys and, and gals like, uh, you know, they'll be, they'll be having trouble keeping up with the pace or something. And I'll be like, Hey, you know, let me, let me just take your ruck for two, three minutes. Yeah. You know, let me give you two or three minutes to walk without your ruck on and to just catch your breath. Like you'll be better and the team will be better. Hmm. But that pride wells up and says, no, no, no. You know, I've got to carry this. This is my burden to bear. And it's like, I, I get it. Like I, I wouldn't want to give up my ruck, but it's not about you. You know, you got to have that humility to say, awesome, man. Thanks. Like that will help me out and it will help out the team. So, um, I think humility is a big one. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I couldn't imagine going into an event like this, especially, especially from what you hear about, like uh, what the cadres make you do with any sort of attitude other than being humble. Cause yeah. I feel like you would just get picked out. All right, tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Over here>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kill that ego, you know, yeah. like, and, and, and that's something like, uh, like I did the 14 mile night ruck that uh, the okay. training plan has you do like last night. And, uh, man, there were like several times there where I was like, I just want to like freaking quit. And I had like a mile left and I yeah. just wanted to quit. And like, I was like, you know, I was just thinking like, this is the point where it, 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 like you said, it's like, you do get to know yourself because you may start out feeling like a badass. you know, you got like, you know, you got your kid all together and you figured it all out and all this stuff. But once you get in there and you're exhausted and like the soundtrack that you're listening to, isn't giving you any motivation. And like, you know, you, you, you've uh, taken all your jelly beans, you know, like, and, uh, and, and it's just like, it's, it's really, you're starting to hurt. You get to know yourself and you basically say like, okay, this isn't sexy anymore. This sucks, 
But, yeah. uh, but you know, as, as the saying goes, it's like, you just have to embrace it and you just have to kind of own up to the fact that, Hey, this is going to hurt. Um, but may as well have fun doing it. May as well like smile. Like there were several times where I just thought of, you know, funny stuff like jokes and stuff. And I just started laughing and I felt a little <laughs> bit like a crazy jokes. person. Yeah. 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 No, no, seriously. <laughs> I, several times I like, I, I, I just had like funny stuff pop into my mind and I started laughing and I was climbing up like a huge incline on Sunset Boulevard of all places, you know, drunk people all over the place, like having a good time on a Friday night. And I just, I just started like laughing to myself and I thought, I feel like a crazy person here, but this is getting me through this and I'm going to get to the, you know, I'm going to get to the finish line and that's it. And, and also, like you said, that humility of like, this is nothing. Like I get to go home, I get to like crack open a beer and have some like, you know, food, but like, the guys who are doing this for like, you know, two weeks in hell, you know, like special forces, it's it, like they, they just, they have to keep going. You know, it's like they, they have to think about, okay, I'm probably going to have to do PT after this, or I'm probably going to, you know, get thrown into some crazy, crazy, uh, log workout. Yeah. So yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. So, uh, you've done, I imagine I actually, I, I haven't checked on how many events you've done, um, how many events have you done and what would you say has been like the best event that, that like in your mind, oh, like what sticks out as like the best, I mean, you have a go rock heavy shirt on right now, which I do. speaks volumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have no idea how many events I've done. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, and it's not because I've done so many. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe in the ballpark of 10, Sure. um, you know, I, I've got a, I've got a wife and three kids and time and money are, are luxuries that sure. I don't often have. So, um, you know, they, they've been super supportive when, when I do have events and, you know, making sure that I get my training in and stuff like that, which is really cool. So I try not to, uh, tax the, the family ecosystem by, you know, piling in an event every single month or something like that. Um, so, so I pick and choose mine, you know, as strategically as I can, but as far as like favorite of it, like that's, that's the thing about go ruck is every single event is, is different. Um, I mean, it, it's got all the same pieces of the puzzle. You know, you've got a cadre, you've got a team, you've got a log, probably you've got water and, you know, it's, you know, all those pieces are there, but, but each team is different. Each location is different. Each, like, like for me, the lessons that I learn about myself, like, like I typically will write, uh, an after action review after all my events. Mm-hmm where I just kind of process like what I learned yeah. about, about myself, um, you know, as, as I experienced that event and, you know, each one teaches me new things. And, um, you know, uh, I mean, one event that really sticks out was, was my first heavy. I did the, the nine 11, uh, heavy up in DC. Oh, that's awesome. I was actually trying to do, uh, an HTL, which is the heavy, the tough and the light back to back to back. Um, <laughs> That's I ended up not doing that. <laughs> um, but, but that, that particular event was just super emotional. Sure. Um, Imagine. 
you know, we had to, we had to carry uh, a picture of, of, um, someone that was lost in the, in the Pentagon attacks, wow. uh, cause we were up in DC. And so, um, you know, I had Lieutenant commander David Williams on my back and I had taken time to research him and his life and, you know, to know that here's this, um, you know, Lieutenant commander that was in the Navy and, you know, loved being out on the ship, but chose to, to, to take a job at the Pentagon so that he could be home with his wife and his two daughters, you know, and, and he was, he was, he was there when the plane struck and, you know, his, his wife was pregnant and had a baby afterwards. And, you know, so I'm out there suffering for 24 hours in the, you know, hot summer sun of DC and, you know, all the time, every time I set my pack down, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at him and thinking about him and his family and had the opportunity to tell the whole class about him. And we listened and, you know, everybody in the class had a story about who they were carrying and why. And we ended that event, um, a very painful last hour. (laughs) Um, but we finally ended at the Pentagon, um, at the 9-11 Memorial at the Pentagon. And, to have gone through 24 hours of just excruciating pain and to make it there and to be standing in that, that place and to hear those, those cadre talk about nine 11 and how it impacted them and their choices in their life and, and the lives that were lost. And, uh, they said, look, you got, you got 10 minutes to, to just go into the memorial. And I just, I just started bawling. Yeah. Like just, just weeping. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, because I was physically exhausted and my guard was down and, and just thinking about this, this event that, that changed our world, yeah. uh, but not just changed our world, but changed this guy's family, this guy's life. Like, man, that, that just, I mean, stuff like that. And, and oof, yeah, it, it, it it's heavy. It's, it impacts you. And so GORUCK does a lot of those special events. Um, and, and those, you know, I think those are, are where GORUCK really shines, where it really helps people connect to things that are just abstractions, you know, yeah. um, the veterans day, the Memorial days, the, the July 4th, the, the things where you go and you actually, you actually learn. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. This was pretty cool about it too. I just, for me, not having done one before, but that's what drew me to it in terms of like, you, I see all the tough mutter stuff and the like the Spartan, Spartan race. races and that kind of stuff. And to me, they were kind of their races, and I've always kind of like I've never been a competitive person really that much in life. And then when I start hearing about GORUCK and kind of the teamwork and what you kind of learn as a team and then the, the kind of the education aspect and the experience aspect of it. Like that's what made me go, okay, well, this is something that I can do. This is something that I'd, that I'd, that I'd enjoy pursuing at least. 
Yeah. I, so what what event are you guys signed up for? <laughs> Ours is the St. Patrick's Day Eve, event. Eve, <laughs> yeah, Eve of St. Patrick's Day. So we're going to we'll, 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 we'll be learning a little bit about, you know, yeah. I, Irish uh, well, Irish history well, in the in the process. Well, it, was f- it was funny because when I looked back in, I want to say it was August when I was picking the event, um, it was the only thing in Southern California that was on the horizon. And then since that I've <laughs> we've signed up for it, yeah. they've added a bunch of other stuff like there's a I think there's a 9-11 event in July oh, yeah. 4th and all this stuff coming there's, up there's the Mo, Mogadishu mile yeah so there's all this other like that. stuff that they've added yeah. since then but I'm like that was the date we committed to so we're well, going to well and I think that's like I, th- I think that's like the the important thing about it is that it, it you know going back to the roots of like special forces training and, and buds and like all these different you know tests of endurance that these these soldiers and you know seamen and 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 uh and and Marines put themselves through. It's like, it's, it's always, you know, if you're, if you're only doing it out of a competitive spirit of like, you know, I want to be the best or whatever, typically that's not gonna, that that's not going to get you through. You have to have some sort of deeper meaning that you can dig down deep into. And, uh, you know, they always talk about, it's like, I I was hearing Navy SEALs talk about like in buds, like the, the physical specimens of guys who are like, who look like they'd be perfect for it. Like, a lot of times they don't pass because they they just don't have that that thing that's that's driving them. So them show muscles. Yeah, yeah, and it, <laughs> and and and, and, it, and it really it does like it does uh, it it gives it kind of a. I mean, that's amazing that you had that deep experience, yeah. you know. And I I I mean that's that's a that's just that's so cool. Um, so on the- yeah, and so like not not every event is is like right. that as yeah. well, you know. Like I mean, I've done just you know regular toughs and stuff like that, and uh, but even still in those moments, I, I think you mentioned it earlier that idea of bridging the gap between the the, the military and the civilian. Hmm. Um, you know, I I didn't serve, um, so you know. Whenever we have breaks and things like that, you know, the cat, the cadre are often taking those as opportunities to teach and connect and tell their stories. And so, you know, it really is that that leadership development aspect of it. You know, so we'll go through an evolution, you know, we'll we'll do some PT, we'll move along and, we'll, you know, we finally get a five minute break. And, and while we're sitting there, the the cadre will will talk about like, this is why I had you do this. Hmm. Because this is what happened. This is how you broke down. But let's talk about those. And and then they'll go and say, this is how I applied that while I was in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, while, while I was in this, you know, village in the middle of nowhere and I've got to get this tribal chieftain to, to work with us. Yeah. You know, I, I encountered those same issues that you guys encountered trying to get from A to B. Mm, you know and so this is how you can overcome those things so you know it's not always this deep spiritual uh experience sometimes it's just like oh man like getting getting that insight and that wisdom and how to how to address situations and problems and overcome yeah and bonding with your teammates and bonding with oh yeah i mean that's 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 awesome i mean like what a what a fulfilling uh reward like a reward unto itself, as they say. So I, I've been to kind of shift gears here. I've been uh, reading your site ever since last year, where I've been interested in this. I, it's it's come, it come up 
you know, all the time whenever I'm doing research on <laughs> rucking. Um, so I first discovered ruck.beer. I actually won one month. I got one of your uh, no, catches. Get out of town. I did, yeah. I did one month to get every, because for listeners, if you sign up on the mailing list, he gives away a patch every month. So you can get a ruck.beer catch. I, a patch. I, I won one. Which um, you're not even wearing right now. I know. It's on, yeah, I have it on my back. <laughs> Missed but opportunity. I, yeah, right now I've got the, this is just a hat from the store. But um, uh, yeah, so how did you get into to running? Because you've got ruck.beer, ruck.training, and which Donovan just told me about the last couple of days, ruck.world, which is very hilarious. <laughs> oh it's like gosh. an onion I version. Was, of I was laughing my ass rucking. off at work yeah. the other day. He keeps sending me stuff. We've been laughing at him. <laughs> but but what, um, I think ruck.beer was the first one to start, yeah. right? So how did yeah. that start and what made you want to start a website all about rucking? Yeah, so I, I've been uh, making websites for years. Uh, you know, anytime I get a hobby or I get into something, uh, I'm always looking to start a blog and, you know, see if I can make a few bucks. Uh, I enjoy writing. Yeah. I enjoy communicating. And so it's it's kind of a creative outlet. Um, I like building websites. And so it, it kind of scratches all these itches. Yeah, uh, I enjoy marketing. And so it just, uh, it's, it's a hobby that pays a couple bucks. Yeah. And so, um, after I, you know, I'd obviously, uh, done all this internet research before my first event, yeah. you know, looking at videos and, you know, anything that I could find on the internet talking about what the heck I was about to do. Yeah. Um, and so I had read some stuff and so I got done and I was like, you know what, at this point I just had a personal blog. I was like, I'm just going to write a, you know, after action report about, you know, all the gear that I used and how it worked and, you know, slap a couple of Amazon affiliate uh, links on there and try and make a couple bucks and threw that out there and uh, just kind of forgot about it. And one day I was, I was checking my website analytics and was just noticing that that post was getting a lot of traffic. And I was like, huh, People, people read this stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, it kind of just kept sticking in the back of my head, like to start a website and just writing about it, you know, in the shower, I get, you know, all these ideas of articles and things to write. And yeah. so, you, you know, the hardest, the hardest part of, of anything like that is figuring out the right domain name. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, whatever the, the internet world had released all these crazy extensions. And so I just typed in the word ruck in a, in a domain. And then it was like, I was just going down the list. And I was like, ruck.beer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing until I yeah, on your site. Yeah. I, but I was like, this is, this is it. I mean, that's, that's the website. ACRT. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I just, threw it together and just started writing. And anytime I got an idea or something to write about, I just throw it up there and, um, you know, people, people appreciate it. And, you know, it's helped me connect even more with the GoRuck community and get to know people. Um, and, and, you know, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a good, good fun thing. (laughs) So you're, you're also a pretty unique case as in when I was reading your bio, you have, one kidney, which that is uh, true, which is which is very very interesting for somebody you know going through these these uh, putting them putting themselves through these uh, these events. Um, can you talk about like what was it like? 
I, I feel like that's something people hear about, you know, people giving away their kidneys uh, and, and things like that, but they never really like delve very deep into it. What's, what was that like giving your kidney away and what's it been like living with, uh, with only one, especially like, you know, putting yourself through this kind of stuff? Well, I sold it on the black market, so I made a bunch of money. You or you woke up in a bathtub full of ice <laughs> <laughs> after a bad night. Yeah. No. So, so uh, I lived in Washington State for a little bit and had a buddy there that had a a genetic disorder, and he needed a kidney, and it just so happened that I was a pretty good match, mm-hmm. and ended up donating it, and that was probably. I don't even know anymore, like four or five years ago, five, five years ago. Um, and at the time I was not active at all. Like I ran when chased and that was about it. (laughs) Um, and even then it was iffy Uh, (laughs) walk at a brisk pace away from the bugger. So, you know, didn't go to the gym, didn't work out, didn't really do much of anything. And, uh, you know, so when I was given donating the, the kidney, you know, I was asking for some reason I thought to ask like, well, what about physical activity? Am I going to be okay? And the, the doc was like, yeah, you know, you should be fine to, to lead a physical life. He was like, you know, stay away from things where you might actually get like gourd in the kid- kidney. So he, he like said, I can't do bull riding. <laughs> he, he suggested not that. And sure. probably like, not like, I want to do know, tackle football. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was like, other than that, man, go, go out and have a good time, get fit. And so, uh, it was, it was maybe a year or so after the kidney donation, um, that I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to do something besides just sitting around. Yeah. Uh, and so I started doing the, the CrossFit and, um, you know, it's, it's something that I don't think about a whole lot anymore. Um, you know, I, I've never noticed any big, um, impediments. Uh, I think the only thing that, that sits in the back of my mind when it comes to the kidney is that, you know, any, anytime you're doing extremely strenuous activity like CrossFit or like go ruck, you know, if you're not careful, you know, rhabdo is, is a possibility. Yeah. Um, and, and if I were to get rhabdo, it would be super bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I only got one of these things in here. Like it's already doing, doing a little extra work. And mm. so, um, and I, I only know, know it's, it's about something that I'm aware of, but I've only, I've heard about rhabdo recently. And that's when you're, is that when you're, is that when your muscle cells burst and you, yeah. well, what, what is that exactly? What, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I could give a very good no. scientific definition, but that's, that's pretty close. <laughs> okay. Like you, you exert yourself so much that the muscles start to break down. Um, and it ultimately leads to kidney failure. Oh, wow. Um, and, and so it's, it's pretty bad news if you only have one kidney and yeah, you go into sure. kidney failure. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, pretty much every time at the start of a go ruck, the cadre is going to ask you if you have any medical conditions. And, you know, sometimes I'll raise my hand and be like, I only got one kidney. <laughs> and they're often, they're often like, well, I, I don't even know what to do with that. So, so, so no kidney punches. Please. Yeah. No kidney okay. punches. Don't, don't hit that kid in the kidney. No bull. Yeah. No. Yeah. One, one of these days they're going to be doing like a running with the bulls, uh, go ruck event uh, over in Spain. I, I got to sit that one out. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, uh, Speaking of, well, 
uh, what like with with go rock and the community that that's that's been built up there's like several you know kind of uh things that are kind of known to the people within the community let's talk about ranger panties to, to okay. end with. <laughs> people you know obviously like skies out thighs out i've um made my roommates recently very uncomfortable by walking yeah. around in ranger panties but they feel great They're and like the uh, best thing for kettlebell swings for me that i've sure yeah, absolutely <laughs> have you have you ever done have you ever done an event in ranger panties uh and uh what's the after action report uh regarding yeah regarding so, so <laughs> my wife will not let me go into public with ranger panties on. yeah 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 um, I got a pair and put them on and yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't get any more comfortable than that. Sure. And, uh, but I, I walked out and she just looked at me and she's like, you're, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I've never done an event in them. Uh, I do, uh, prefer to wear shorts in events. Um, you know, lots of people are very, uh, adamant about wearing long pants, to events and it's like unless it's 30 degrees outside i'm i'm in shorts like yeah. i just get too hot and um so I, I i do typically wear shorter shorts uh they're not full out uh, like PT RPs, shorts. but but i definitely uh let let the thighs shine sure <laughs> sure yeah you gotta let gotta let them breathe uh which yeah. brings which brings me to the next uh uh point so i i've been i've been Catching up with uh, uh, selection number thirty-five, uh, okay. Mark Clem's story, and he he talks a little bit about peaches, yes. uh, which is uh, a very uh, interesting uh, aspect <laughs> of of I guess selection. I, I I I obviously like you know there's there's I, I don't know if we'll run into that with tough, but so talk so talk selection talk about is peaches. like the long event. That, that's right? the forty eight so for hour. listeners that yeah. don't know, yeah. Yeah, forty eight hours it's like it's basically modeled after special forces selection. And kind of like the last man's like a last man standing kind of thing. Yeah, right? usually yeah. usually it's like I mean usually it's only one guy. Yeah. Uh but uh uh get get into that a little bit like what's what's the yeah. deal with what what's the deal with peaches and, and what okay. what what would people have to look out for when 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 dealing with that okay <laughs> all right so so some context so selection like you said for those who don't know is an event uh unlike any other goruk event it's held once a year um so in every goruk event that you go to the cadre wants you to finish yeah their goal is for your entire class to get to the end together. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, the, the, the tough, I think it's like 95% of the people, you know, I've in some toughs, I may have one or two people that drop out, um, during the event, but, um, that's not their goal. They're, they're not actively trying to get you to quit selection from the, second you step on to the field, it is them trying to get you to quit for 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, every go Rook event is a team event. So you're working with everybody that's there. Selection is a one man show. Like mm-hmm. you show up and you put out and, uh, it is ruthless and it is modeled after the, the selection courses from special, uh, from the different, uh, special operations branches. So, um, selection is, is crazy, uh, for people that are in the go community. 
it's kind of like our Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, GoRuck will often like live stream uh, different as parts of it and you'll get updates throughout the night. And, uh, you know, the whole community is just kind of going crazy the whole time. Like who's still in it, who's out, um, you know, and completion rates are like five or 6% right now right. Um, out of the, the hundreds of, of men and women that have, have tried it. And so some people don't even show up. Like I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've heard oh, of like yeah. registrations being like, you know, like 200 people and like only yeah. 48 show up. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Clem. So, so he was two classes ago. So yeah, there, there was one that just finished recently. Uh, and the one before that was, was this guy that kind of came out of nowhere and, you know, this thick Boston accent. And so all the interviews were just hilarious, like watching this guy, you know, he's 24 hours into it and just sitting there and, you know, talking about eating his peanut butter and river water. And, uh, just, he, he kind of became, a, a, a an overnight celebrity through, uh, his selection footage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, uh, uh, towards, towards the end of the 24 hours, his, uh, his peaches were, were rather swollen apparently. Sure. And, uh, they had to do a med check and the, the, the medical cadre was basically couldn't stop laughing. Uh, he was like, man, I, you're going to be all right, but <laughs> I love, well, in the video, I love how the medics like, this is the worst scrotum I have ever seen <laughs> on a man. He's like, he's like, this is like a, this is like an orange peel. And right, he basically right. like, he explains it. He's like, he's like, you ever heard the the term? He's talking to the camera. Like, he's like, you ever heard the term commando? Like, you know, like uh, uh, Green Berets, Seals, Ranger, these, these are commandos. He's like, that's the, that's why you don't wear compression shorts. <laughs> to these oh, to these events because it'll all like you know the silt and the sand gets stuck up in there and it chafes like crazy so yeah. that that inspired me i was about to wear ranger panties underneath my initial pants but i was like you know what i i may i may be rethinking this and just go <laughs> full on commando yeah so i've never i've never had that issue <laughs> uh, thank goodness sure um, yeah yeah you know uh, usually, usually you're not putting in an, enough miles and, and to really have to worry about that. Right, right, right. So you, you should be okay. I, I was cracking up during that, that, that interview though. Your interview was the first interview that I saw with Clem and yeah. uh, he is a, uh, like, yeah, I want him to be my spirit animal because basically like <laughs> he's just, uh, he's a fascinating guy. Like he talks about it. He did like a, the Boston marathon with like a, uh, a, a regular army, like, or, or native, yeah. you know, whatever military, um, duffel, not even like a ruck, but like a duffel yeah, filled with duffel bricks. Bag. And, uh, and then just like his whole attitude is basically like, he's like, yeah, I get, you know, I get kind of bored. So, you know, I just like, you know, I just always am trying to do stuff. And like, you know, I'm watching like uh, one, one, uh, at the 24 hour mark, he's like, you know, moving sandbags from one place to, uh, to another. And they ask him like, how's it going? And he's like, he's like, good. I just, I just hope the sandbag stuff just stops because 
it's just monotonous. I just hate it. You know, like <laughs> he's just like, he's, you know, he just, he, he seems like somebody who's just a live wire always needs to be moving, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and just like, you know, and then they, and then they say, I think Jason at one point says to him, like, if you fail selection and he just, you just see in his eyes, yeah. something clicks and then he just goes, I'm not going to fail selection. And yeah. it's like, and, and watching that last night, I was just like, damn, that's the attitude, you know, that's yeah. the freaking attitude I want, you know? Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's a great guy. Those doing that video just lit, you know, I had, I had emailed him and said, you know, I don't know. We'll probably talk 20, 30 minutes. And I ended up talking to him for like an hour. Yeah. 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 Just listening to his stories and yeah. his training and, and what he does. I mean, you know, the guy had done like one go ruck before. Yeah. Wow. And, and he was like, okay, I'll sign up for this selection thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just, and he's smiling at the start of it and everything. Like, oh, he, man. He, like, and he says, I think he says when they ask him, like, what would you do differently? He's basically like, oh, I wouldn't have given a hundred percent right off the bat. I would have come in middle, you know? Yeah. Like, he's like, I wouldn't have come in first. I would have come in middle. But like, even then it's just like, damn, like, and, and all the guys, like I, I read Kling's, uh, uh, and then there was Kling, the, the back, the after action report on him and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a, a lot of these guys, it's like, they're just like, they're great. I mean, they're great to read about and, and yes, yeah. it definitely speaks to, you know, the, the, the truth of the, the, the process. Hmm. I love it. Um, when I was on your site, I, uh, found stumbled upon the, uh, go ruck glossary when trying to uh, figure yes. out, decipher some of the posts people had online and some of the shorthand. I'm like, what does any of this stuff mean? And luckily <laughs> there's a glossary for it and it's on your site. <laughs> And it's hilarious reading through some of these these uh, the slang uh, surrounding Goruck. But do you have do you have any favorites like favorite uh, glossary terms? Oh man, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to actually look up the glossary. So, <laughs> so the glossary was actually created by uh, a guy named Luke. Okay. Um, he's he's a, a a friend, you know, somebody that again, you know, I I met through the website and just emailing and messaging with him and, you know, got to meet him in person, uh, down at the go ruck, uh, ruck club battle down in Jacksonville recently. Oh, wow. So this is something he, Luke had emailed me. He's like, man, I think we should put together a, a glossary of all these weird things that we say. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, well, like, well, like there's like, uh, you know, like advanced cellular repair technology, which is, uh, for the layman beer. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And, uh, you know, like all that stuff, like what's your, what, uh, when you finish a go ruck, what's your go-to for like a, uh, like a celebration, like kind of thing. Cause a lot of people like oh, they'll yeah. bring, like they'll bring cans of Budweiser. I mean, Budweiser is kind of the beer of choice for a lot of like for the website, but like what's, uh, what's your go-to when it comes to, you know, kind of good looking living at the end of the, uh, <laughs> man, uh, whatever's available is kind of what I go for. Yeah. Like <laughs> whether it's water, Gatorade, beer, yeah. whatever, like I'll just, I'll take whatever. Normally after a tough, I want a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. like, man, I'd love a cup of coffee good, right now. That's a good, that's a good point. We should probably yeah. have some like some coffee <laughs> and a Yeti or something like that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, any, anything that anybody has, I'll, I'll crack open with them and, and, you know, share in the moment of victory. 
uh, yeah, I surviving. Think, I think you forget that maybe like you like you can't be too picky when you've just gone through you know twelve or yeah. twenty four hours can't of pick you your know, craft like, brew. Of yeah, yeah. Most of the time, you're just gonna want to like <laughs> find a bed to just like yeah. fall into. You know. Yeah, like I, I don't think I could handle like a craft brew after that. Like, <laughs> really, like exerting yourself for twelve hours, like mm, I really love an IPA. Like, yeah, no, uh, that'd be no, or, or like a Guinness. Uh, no, we're gonna see so, St. Patrick's Day. I'm gonna have to break open, yeah. so, like some sort of stout or something. We'll we'll, we'll test that theory, <laughs> that does, that we'll, we'll, and we'll film it. Theory. We'll if it if it you know if it goes poorly, it'll be it'll, there'll be a record of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that's why, like a like a Budweiser or a, uh, I'm a I'm a Yingling fan, so you know a nice a nice like Yingling is is a good palatable beer afterwards. I think. Yeah, I think that these 329 loggers from Golden Road are pretty good that we've been having here. This, this is not episode. this is not sponsored. This by is Golden not sponsored. Road, I'm just saying I've never had this before until you no, brought the it. Golden Road. If you yeah, we we were just we we're just telling our listeners that we like we, there's a there's a brewery down the road from us called Golden Road that Budweiser actually recently bought, but Budweiser wants to keep it like you know pure, I yeah. guess. So like they're going to let them do what they do, but they make some great stuff that I think is going to be coming to a liquor store near you sometime soon. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Well, uh, this has been awesome, man. Yeah. I, 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 I love talking to you. It's like I said, like, um, it's been awesome following your training plan. It's been like super, um, hasn't been easy, you know, like some cool. nights I've been like, you know, like, uh, like it's 11 o'clock. I, slept in that morning but i'm like i gotta do pt and uh like when i say 11 o'clock i mean at night <laughs> and like it's just like okay i guess this is what we're doing you know and uh and you know what it's been like it, like i said it's been a great experience of getting to know myself through uh yeah. through some uh through some stuff that's been uh, a little bit unpleasant but uh i've come to love it so i really appreciate all the hard work that you've done you know oh, putting thanks. together the websites and and kind of condensing the culture, uh, in a place. And, uh, it's been, it's been great. So uh, yeah, thank cool. you very much, sir. Yeah. Well, I look forward to, uh, hearing how you guys do. Uh, yeah. I, that's gotta be the the podcast when y'all yeah. finish it, y'all yeah. doing like a podcast after action review. We were yeah. just, yeah, we were just going to, we were saying we're going to do yeah, like an action do after action sure. review. I think, uh, like probably the, the morning or afternoon of St. Patty's day, we'll probably be having some corned beef and cabbage and Guinness and talk about <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. I think, I think you have to do it like, like right after you finish. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Like while, while you're totally, you know, sleep deprived, yeah, yeah. Hurting, <laughs> totally smoked and, and nothing, nothing you say makes any sense. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah, be awesome. Yeah. We're just like, we're like, uh, at one point it's felt really nice. It was just really, really nice. <laughs> we just recorded on our phones yeah. and just be like, Whoa. yeah, 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 yeah that'd be great. Oh, but, man. Yeah, and if people want to find, uh, your stuff, Ryan, where can they go? Yeah, so uh, ruck dot beer. So so instead of dot com, you type in the word beer, which is how it should be for every website. (laughs) (laughs) You're ahead of the curve on that one, sir. So ruck ruck dot beer. If you're if you're looking for help with training, uh, looking to figure out how to get ready for a a a light, a tough, or a heavy, um, it's it's ruck dot training. Uh, if you're looking to get ready for selection, 
just God have mercy on your soul. That's there is no plan. <laughs> <laughs> there is no plan for that. <laughs> right. And if you want some uh, some comedic relief, and you've been, you're in the Go Ruck community, Ruck dot world is really funny. Uh, do you write all that stuff on there? It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, I, although I think there's only like six posts on there, and I ran out of funny things to say. <laughs> it's <laughs> so. good though. It's good. It's like uh, I I always say it's like the onion for uh, for Go Ruck. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really funny. Like I I, I love the posts on there. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you have a great week, and uh, we'll get back to the yeah, rest of the show. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, this part of the show is brought to you by Phoenix Shaving. If you like to shave, and you are a man or a woman, I mean, some some women are hairy. That's all right. That's okay. No judgment. But if you, uh, you're a guy that likes to shave and appreciates the finer things in life, go to gentlemanscofflaw.com slash shave. Um, that link helps support the show. And you could check out some of Douglas Smythe's amazing shaving soaps, aftershave colognes you'll be blown away at all the stuff he has scents for days he is like the walter white of artisan soap making he's got this lab basically there in in phoenix arizona where he uh, creates his soaps and, and he cures them. It's an independent business. You're not giving your money to all those guys that are ripping everybody off with razors. Right now, you can get some wet shaving starter packs. So it has everything you need to get started wet shaving. You know, you can get a sets that have the safety razor, the brush, the soap, the aftershave. Tons of great scents to pick from. I've mentioned before, one of my favorites is Tombstone. Also, they have Sundown, which is like a classic barbershop scent. Um, they've got uh, Cavendish, which smells like like pipe tobacco, which is amazing. I tell you, I've been using the stuff, and I don't get any razor burn or razor bumps anymore. This stuff is amazing, especially the aftershave. It just removes all irritation, bumps, redness. It's like I've never looked so dapper in my life, and that's thanks to Phoenix Shaving. So go to gentlemanscofflaw.com slash shave and stop being a slave to the cartridge razor shave. All right. Um, another another uh, fun interview with Ryan over at uh, ruck.beer.training.world. Um, so I guess we'll see. We'll see how things go. No, we're not gonna see how things we'll go. See how we're things gonna go. freaking do it. We'll see. We'll, we're, we're gonna, gonna do it. we're gonna we'll do, do it. it, and we're gonna you know, uh, dude. Like I look at the guys who do the heavy and the selection, mm-hmm. and I'm just like in awe. Like twelve hours, it's gonna be like it's gonna suck. Like that's like you just admit it. Like you're just like yeah, embrace the suck. But yeah. like uh, at the end of the day, it's like. I look at these guys who are actually in the military doing this stuff and I'm just like hats off. I can, I can do 12 hours if you can do, uh, you know, 48 hours or like even two weeks of like, you know, no, it's, Mm -hmm. I think it's a good way to kind of appreciate what they go through too. And like, uh, it's a good, the whole go ruck thing is a good kind of bridge between civilians and the military and especially special forces because like those guys, like that's why, uh, that's why we have the best soldiers in the world. The best, mm-hmm. the best. Um, all right, uh, and you know, uh, listeners, if you want to support the Gentleman's Coffee Lot podcast, how can they do that, Johnny boy? Um, well, we have a lovely, beautiful uh, shop. Yeah. On the on the on the website. Yeah. And what they could do is they can buy um, a flask or a 
you know, we have spoons and s- we're still working on those uh, wooden cereal bowls. I don't know about that. I don't know if we're working on this. Johnny is, is, is painstakingly carving them, you know, bit by bit. He's still on first one. He's still on number one. His fingers are bloody and blistered, but he's he's working on it. So hats off to you, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, so you can go to gentlemanscoughlet.com and click shop and get a bunch of fun stuff to help uh, keep this going. Um, yeah, buy your wife a gift. Yeah, buy your wife a gift. <laughs> That's gentleman, right. On the Gentleman's Scofflot. Perfect for wives and mothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Johnny boy, you are a gentleman and a scofflot, my friend. You too. Donovan, you are a gentleman and a scofflot, my friend. As are you, sir. All right. You guys have a great week. This has been the Gentleman's Scofflot Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Visit us on the interwebs at gentlemanscofflaw.com. Captain says, it's ice on the river. We ain't getting home if we don't break through. So damn cold, I can't help but shiver. Rise and shine, we got work to do. Hey!